0: This week on Backyard Footy,
1: the exposure on TV from soccer is is, is key for yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember as a, as a young player, just looking at the TV, right. the, the the guys at back in the days, just looking at them and try to mimic whatever they're right. doing. Right. Right. Uh, right. TV, soccer worlds everywhere, right. so that I that's what I think that. When the states start like broadcasting oh, so more right. games and yeah. and kids have access to that, uh, it's gonna change because here you guys every single kid will know how to throw a football All right. or or a or shoot a basketball, a shoot a basketball. Yeah. and it's because they I'm see it on TV. You. you know. Thank you. So you you take a, a football <laughs> down to my country and give it to ten kids, probably one out of the ten will right. we'll, we'll kind ten. of know what to do with it right. you know but if you give it a soccer ball right. i'm 10 out of 10 they're gonna know oh i, okay. I know how to kick it at least
0: What's up, footy fans? your host, Hugh Roberts, AKA Superhuman. We're here live at the MLS headquarters for the 31st episode of Backyard Footy, where each episode I dive into the backgrounds, journeys, and experiences of of professional athletes, former athletes, and anyone that's been involved with the game. I have a very, very special guest here. He's known as the GOAT here in Charlotte. 20 years experience, 13 years of playing here in Charlotte. Been all over the world from Columbia to here to the States. MVP finalist for the Eagles back then. And now here he is, working with the new MLS team coming in 2021. So without further ado, I'm introducing you guys, Jorge Herrera. What's up, my guy? How you been? Hey. Thanks for coming on the Big show. Big boy. <laughs> <laughs> so how's it been, man? How's it being here at the MLS staff, the new team coming up uh, to
1: it's, it's been good. It's been a whole new uh, learning experience for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so far, loving it. It's a... Uh, Every day is a... Is a it's a new day to, to keep learning not just from like from the other side of the game, you know? Uh we always been in in, in on the field, focusing on, on winning games, training hard, getting better on the field, but now seeing the game still, soccer, from other other sides it's it's a whole new different experience and yeah so far so good. Uh Loving it.
0: So how did this opportunity kind of come up for you?
1: So it came up uh, uh, my one, uh, a good friend that, that I uh, play with, Dustin, mm-hmm. Dustin Swinehart. Uh, he was named the director of uh, community engagement uh, here for the MLS team. And and at the beginning of the year, he, he approached me and asked me, hey, what is the plan for this year? Mm-hmm. Are you playing or no? I, I have a, something that i want to share with you and and here i am because <laughs> i heard you're
0: trying to play one more
1: year this past uh season. yeah so I, at the end of the season i i even though we have a a rough season right. long right. season <laughs> 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 uh but i always yeah i i wanted to play as much as i as i could and mm but it was very important for me as well uh, for the past few years to, to make sure that, that it was going to be an enjoyable experience, you know? Uh, so at the end of the year, uh, I started like, getting more involved in coaching. Um, and uh, I, didn't, I didn't know if it was when the time started going by, I, and then I have my conversations to, to try to play. This year, and it didn't make uh, a lot of sense on, on that end. And now, a big opportunity for me to right. to keep going uh, with life mm-hmm. and with my family. Okay. Uh, I, it makes a lot of sense to 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 take it and and
0: yeah. Yeah, I agree. How do you feel about this new MLS team coming next year?
1: Uh, I'm super excited I uh, I mean it, it has been talks about Charlotte MLS for years years but it always was uh, started well but it just kind of like diluted like just went away fade away and now that that's happening and, and being fortunate to to be part of it since the beginning is is it's a, is a unique opportunity uh, and I'm, I'm I mean I'm very very blessed and very humble to to be called to yeah. to help out with the with the whole thing
0: and with your experience too as you said experience on the field you're able to bring that now off the field i mean a lot of people don't necessarily have the background where they're playing 20 plus years experience yeah. on the field to transition to off the field so you'll be able to provide knowledge that a lot of these guys don't really know themselves because they don't have the experience of playing like you so yeah I, I mean
1: uh, i mean it's i mean Playing for over 20 years is is a huge place. Right. Let's let's right. let's put it that way. Right. Uh, so yeah, hopefully all those all those experience, all those years, all those uh, people that I get to know, and uh, I mean, is that's that's my my goal, right. putting it in, in in a good work and and help uh, the MLS as as much as I can.
0: How you guys as a staff?
1: So, so far, uh, the team was uh, the MLS is owned by the, the Tepper Sports and Entertainment, yeah. which uh, they also uh, have a side uh, with the Panthers. They own the Panthers, they own the MLS, they oh. have a live concert. Uh, have you met Tepper? I haven't. A I haven't, man. I haven't okay. met him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, so I, I, I run by his office, but I never there, it. so <laughs> soon. Uh, we will have a lot of events to, right. to meet him so uh, so the whole organization uh, like the Tepper sports entertainment um, oversees the Panthers MLS live concerts mm-hmm. that they're gonna be doing at the stadium and a real estate uh, business side uh, so it's, a lo- it's been a lot of uh, overlapping uh, working with the Panthers organization uh-huh. so uh that, that that part has been awesome as well because I get to see a little bit of the football side and and the people that are working marketing ticketing uh admin people they be, they're being very nice and and very helpful and all the stuff so but honestly for from the, the MLS side of things I believe it's like six or seven people like MLS staff right That's now so uh yes yeah. wow. but it's a lot of Working from from the the Panther side on on, on the admin stuff and putting together everything.
0: What's your role specifically here within the organization?
1: So I'm I work on the on the community engagement department. Mm-hmm. The director for that is Dustin Swinehart, A.K.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, YD. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I play. Program, so. Yeah, I play. I play with him. Uh, Back in the days, uh, my first three years in the state, I, I was lucky to play with him and build a good relationship with him. Uh, so he's the director, very involved with the community, know the community really well. And and I am under him as a community engagement manager, which uh, basically is uh, supporting him in, in all the projects that we have. We have a, a really cool uh, strategic plan to to make sure the community is involved with the team, and at the end of the day, like the, the community, the Charlotte community is better because the MLS is is right. in town. You know, right, right, right. that's What's our goal. What's your
0: uh, like day-to-day task? What is, What is have you doing daily?
1: So far, we're meeting a lot of people. Uh, it is very important for for the team, our, for our department, the community engagement, to invest the time to 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 meet with people and create relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so far, I've been meeting with a lot of people from from different communities in town. Obviously, mostly soccer-wise, because it's not that MLS is bringing soccer to Charlotte, right. you know. Right, right. So we know the sh- uh, that soccer has been in Charlotte for a while, oh, right. but it's been a little like fragmented, like here, there, a lot of like, you know. Yeah. Apart, right. so the idea is with the MLS have a, like a bigger, mm, I don't even know how to explain it, but a bigger umbrella that we all can come together and right. support the team and like just be a bridge for all those pockets in soccer to to right. get together and and just go in, a diff- in, a, in the same goal
0: kind of bringing all the clubs and academies.
1: correct and the yeah that, that that's that's the the plan and we have uh, uh, programs that we're gonna hit uh, uh, schools like title nice, uh, nice, one nice. Is schools and CMS with 21 we we, we, we want to use the 21 we have a 21 initiative is yeah. the, is the title and we have uh, an initiative on on uh, on the schools. Nice. So the idea is to have 21 Title One schools with a after-school program mm-hmm. uh, that uh, it will be soccer and reading. Mm-hmm. So And they will have that uh, program for 25 kids on each school nice. for free. Wow. Uh, so oh. we're working on that. It's not like we invent that. that. Right, no. Right, right. They're, they're already going on in, in, in the city. Gotcha. So it's more like... Supporting and empowering those those uh, uh, fellas that are already doing it, just be a good uh, supporter and, and be a good partner with them. That's one of our our our, our initiatives, as well as. Uh, Pick twenty-one uh, neighborhoods to put uh, mini pitches, soccer mini pitches. Wow. That's yeah. That's bro, a, like that a soccer core. Uh, yeah. It will be like a basketball like soccer size, that. basketball yeah. size core, but soccer wise, and not just bring it those nice mm-hmm. pitches to the to the neighborhoods, but put them uh, with a coach, mm-hmm. have a coach okay. going twice a week and giving the, the, the kids and the community the chance to, to be, to be yeah. coached, to be yeah. a part of a team, and right. with the hope to create a, a league on those 20, nice. 21 uh, uh, sites. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just, it's very important. Three of our, of our, like our core mm. values are unity, access, and impact. Mm. Unity, all soccer yeah. together in, yeah. in the city. Yeah access to those communities that you know that is it's not, not a secret but if you don't have the resources right. it's, it's hard for you to, right. to get the like involved in teams you know right. Right. so um, and the other one is impact and impact is where where the team and the community like intercept yeah. we want to create impact and and not just for the first year or so, like a long-term impact for the community. It's very important for us.
0: I completely agree with all that. I mean, for a while now, you know, you see a N- NYCFC up in New York, how they have those yeah. courts out there and they've been doing it well, but that's just the culture that's been needed. You see basketball courts everywhere, but you don't see soccer unless it's like a grass field pitches. but you can easily use the same basketball court, put goals underneath, And it just gives kids the access. I mean, I'm sure for you in Columbia and the rest of the world, you're not playing basketball or football. You just go to the field and play soccer. Exactly. But we don't have that access here, per se, unless you have to get permission from the YMCA or certain places to touch the field or go to an actual practice field. But instead of just going with your friends and picking up a ball and go to a basketball court and play pickup, that's going to change the whole culture here in the city. So what do you think the impact of the new MLS team coming is going to have with the soccer culture here in Charlotte?
1: Uh. That, that's what that's what we want, to create the yeah. access, you know? Right. Access, we know like many times and, and all of the, the, the academies, they do scholarships and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is great. And a kid, he, he, he could get a scholarship, he's a good player, he would, uh, any academy come, hey, you can play for free, mm-hmm. you know? But then the problem is like, parents can't give them a right, yeah. you know? Yeah. So no transportation. Yeah. So sometimes those uh, those good opportunities just just yeah. can't happen because of that. So creating that kind of access to to organize and of course it's gonna be overseen by the MLS and I mean we we want to identify talent right. in town as right. well. Right. So I think that that's that's a, a that's a big um, asset that we have right now and. And honestly, the the team is is, is very focused on the community. there right. is is an statement that was made the, since the first day, and, right. and we're working hard on that.
0: There's a big soccer culture here. Big Correct. Culture here as well. Oh, yeah. You see when Mexico comes here and all these different international teams come, like, people really enjoy soccer yeah. here. So I really think it's gonna be a good impact. Yeah. And I'm glad I'm glad you guys are focused on the community because it starts yeah. there, it starts with the youth. Correct. And eventually, it's gonna work its way into the system. So. Yeah, I know. So you've had a very long, long journey and <laughs> a long career. Kind of tell us your story and how you got here
1: and how you. Oh, that's 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 interesting. <laughs> so I I start playing professionally back in nineteen ninety nine. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, you know. I know we were like, when when I share with, with guys in the locker room about nineteen ninety nine, they were like, hold on, hold. On. This guy was not even born right. when you start playing professionally.
0: I know, like I know.
1: <laughs> so I, I finished high school in 1998 and I start playing professional in Colombia. So who did you play for to start? Uh, to start it was a, an academy team called uh, Fair Play. Okay. So it's the club. They still are, um um they still around. It's actually a cool story because uh, we started like in 1995 like u uh, U15 and we have a really good group and and the guy who lead us, uh, Silvano is his name, mm-hmm. It's an Argentine guy. Uh, so he he started just kind of like keep the, the team going up and yeah. going up. And we get to the point like we play third division like in the best division in in, in the city. So they, then we go to the third division in Colombia, and he wanted to give us another more chance, so he, he put us to play in the second division, wow. professional second wow. division. Wow. Somehow we ended up with this group and, and some other guys uh, playing in the second division in Colombia. Uh, that was 1999, so it was, it was pretty cool. And then after that, the year after, I get to like uh, one of the, the big teams in, in Bogota, Santa Fe, they have a second division team, and and I start playing with them. So I that's how I start my my professional career in, in Santa Fe in mm-hmm. Colombia. Played there for Santa Fe three four years. Then moved to Nacional. Uh, went back and and play a season with Quindio. All these are first division teams. Then get the chance to go to play in Argentina mm-hmm. for uh, Huracan, Argentina the current first division. Yep. When I get to play with them, they were in second division. A big team, huge team when I get there. A lot of uh, fans and everything. Uh, played there for a year, get the chance to, to go to first division, lost two finals. We were very young, but super talented uh, uh, team at that time. I uh, went back to Colombia. played for Millonarios for a year and a half or so. And then it's when I, when I finished my contract uh, with Millonarios, that I, I didn't get a, like a really good chance to, to a good team in First Division. So I, kind of get a little upset on that, and and I say, I have a friend here, Camilo, Coach <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh He, he said, you know, why you don't come to the states? He mm-hmm. was he was. Uh, he just finished his uh, college career here playing soccer. And he said, like, oh, I know my friend or my friend or my friend is, like, <laughs> a, the, the, the the goalkeeper, friend of the coaching, whatever, at the Columbus Crew. So he said, like, oh, we can, like, just go there, train for them for, I don't know, get a trial or something. Right. So that was night uh, 2007. Mm-hmm. So I booked a... Uh, a plane ticket a book a hotel coming from colombia to uh bradenton where mm-hmm. they do all the florida yeah for and florida no english <laughs> like not a word <laughs> no a word so show up to train <laughs> missed the first day because i couldn't find the place <laughs> Uh, when they there, trained with the with them for a few days. This oh, Columbus, Columbus crew. Columbus crew. Yeah. I don't remember the the coach's name. Mm-hmm. Sigi, Sigi maybe Sigi okay. Smith. Okay. okay, he I was the so, coach yeah. uh, at the time. I, I, I don't. It was a long time ago, but it was uh, no English. Uh, I didn't have my agent or anything. Right, right. Just show up very randomly. I kind of knew that it, it was hard to, to work out, you know. But I get to train with them, uh, did good, but too hard, too right, hard. Right, right. And then I say, another friend <laughs> <laughs> that from Colombia, he knew the, uh, at that time the, the coach for the Silverbacks, yep. Alana Silverbacks. Yep. So he said, hey, come over here, let's try here. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. So I flew to Alana then. Uh, went to like at that time they don't even have the, the the full team. It was like February, January, so they don't like they were off yeah. season. Do you remember back right, in the right, day right, the right, season right. were now, like, no like all year round? It was, no. it, was it was they <laughs> were shorter. <laughs> <laughs> so pickup game and train with them and he he wanted me to sign and everything and then he was like. Waiting for uh, another international, so I'm like, okay, no, no worries. Mm-hmm. Ended up somehow with the Eagles, 2007. Mm-hmm. Coach Mark Stephens came here to Charlotte for another pickup game. and say, hey, I want you to do like start preseason with us, and I stay here preseason, and here I am.
0: So he called you from Atlanta to come to
1: the Eagles? No, it was like. I, I it didn't work in Atlanta right. so I stayed with my, my, my friend at that time was a, he was a assistant coach for Southern West University. Okay. That's in, in, in South Carolina, near to Clemson. So I went to him and somehow he had connections with the Eagles. Oh, Came okay. here to Charlotte and started with them. Yeah. How was
0: it mentally leaving your family in Columbia, leaving, you know, everyone behind to come yeah, to the
1: yeah It was at that point I, I was kind of born out with the with the Colombian professional world a little bit because right. I, I was playing for a good team going to play anywhere and the other coaches hey hothead why you don't come to play with us and I'm like oh coach I'm with this team but right. so when I finished I thought oh I'm gonna call these guys that that Actually want me to go there and I ended up like calling and just like hey I don't know I'm not sure and I'm like oh come on yeah. you say something and then <laughs> whatever right. <Not> so <laughs> when I came here it was my my mindset was like okay I want to learn the language I want to have a new experience I, I, I had a, the, I, I believe it was the, the right uh, ma- mindset to to just go and and see what was going to happen. And
0: your family was supportive of you. They wanted. Yeah, well. yeah. It was uh, at That's that time. It
1: was by myself. I already went. I was living in Argentina yeah. for a while in a yeah. different city. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was a decision, and and I was kind of like just enjoying it, the day in day out. At that time, just learning the language, the culture. It was it was a learning, and I. It wasn't like soccer, soccer specific thing. Right, right, right. If it would have be been soccer, I might be, I don't know, I don't know where I okay. <laughs> ended up because I could have another chances. But okay, I just wanted yeah. to,
0: yeah. So when you came over from Colombia and Argentina to the States, what was the playing style? What was the, di- the differences in that for you? What kind of some so it was
1: it was very different. Right. Technically, a Colombian player is very gifted, right. like their technique the possession oriented especially 13 years ago mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: very possession oriented uh, you will take care of the, the ball like in first division in Colombia was a lot of that when I went to Argentina the technically was good but then the rhythm that they played the the hunger the, the fight the, the no losing thing mm-hmm. it was it was like another level. Wow. So it was it was super nice. I, I love playing Argentina. It was not the, the the highest level at the time, but the level was. I I will say that. I don't know if it's you. It I don't know if say like harder to play in second division than in first division. Mm. Uh, just because I felt like in the second division they they don't care who are you. They were for it, you know? It was, like, a lot of stuff, like the dream of being on First Division. Like, I don't care your background. I was going to go for you. On First Division, the level is higher, but it's still that little respect to, like, your trajectory. No, they were, like, going for you. You there? (laughs) So it, it, it was different. So when I came here it was a totally different style like mm. very direct a lot of running uh v- athletic sims a- was um was uh was uh, a main thing you know uh so it was it was good to to see another kind of a, like like soccer more and more like direct playing and stuff like
0: that right yeah did you like that? Did you not like that? How was it for you adjusting to
1: the style more direct instead of playing? Uh, you know what? Uh, th- th- I was, I was learning, and I was glad that, that I get to know some other different styles. That mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I get uh, uh, frustrated sometimes right, right. because uh, you might be wanted to to get a, a little playing going, so sorry, and right, the guy right. just <laughs> and I'm like ah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> But you, you kind of get used to it, and uh, also the Eagles at that time they they tried to bring players that, that played the game a little bit more. So we we have like another South American players uh, there. Some of it was very uh, a lot of diversity. Yeah, you will say yeah, yeah. Uh, from different countries yeah. that that it was it was. Uh, it was a, a different it was a different kind of team within the league. Because yeah. then you're going to go, at the time you were going to play uh, Wilmington at that time, and it was like very direct, just yeah, right. second balls like crazy. Yeah. but
0: Yeah, even when we played you guys, my rookie season, still the Eagles... Uh, Wusu Sekiri was there yeah, yeah. I believe Asante was there Sante. just a bunch of other different guys who are very from all foreign backgrounds all different cultures yeah. so that really it's interesting hearing it from you but I saw that as an opponent going against you guys I'm like man you yeah. guys are very diverse <laughs> and you guys just play ball good exactly play so that.
1: so that's what I said like I was kind of lucky to hit with the Eagles because they always have that kind of like mixed culture mm-hmm. Uh, so
0: it, it was good it was good so for those who don't know, you play as a striker, the number nine. What kind of, you know, why is your role so important on the field? Talk to us.
1: So it's, it's I don't know if it's, it's, it was different the last two seasons for me, three seasons. Because i I supposed to be the number nine, but all right, all right. number nine with my body right, size. All right, all right. <laughs> nice, so, nice. so yeah, the last few seasons I, I was playing number nine, but it was kind of like, over, all over there. Uh, over there <coughs> but i mainly played like right wing or left wing or number number 10 here mm-hmm. in the states mm-hmm. <coughs> sorry uh so i guess for for how, how i was seeing the number nine uh, when i play it it was more of trying to get busy the the center box just yeah. being like just have them move and being thinking on where is this guy because i wanted to come and get the ball and then number 10 will go and have my place. so i remember that like two three years ago when 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 we play when i started playing number nine and Enzo was number 10 mm-hmm. we had a lot of rotation so it was it was hard for the other teams to to figure that out and and we actually have a really good season he he got I don't know how many goals right, he scores right, right, right. I, I get to score some right. goals as well so yeah so number nine for me on oh, my man, on oh, my man wasn't like the, the typical, typical nine. number nine that right. is gonna hold the ball. Right. It was more like finding those pockets and and making and, and connect some some place.
0: Yeah, that's something I noticed about you since I came into the league. You're always chilling off sides, and it's funny how you say you want us to, the center back to be thinking. Like we're literally constantly worried over our shoulder. Where are you? Where's Jorge? <laughs> yeah, you're not the typical striker, so. It's, Harder for us to find a shorter guy sometimes. A guy who's smarter is yeah. not necessarily trying to battle you all the time, but yeah. using his brain to stay offside, so the line might drop deeper because we yeah. we're worrying about you or we're not paying attention to the ball because we're checking the shorter. <laughs> like, all right, where's Jorge coming in? Or then, but your timing is also perfect too. Like your chemistry with Enzo, Alex, and a couple other midfielders, yeah. where. You come from offside position, but then come onside and time it perfectly for a layoff. And I'm like, man, I'm pretty good at anticipating those balls and reading the game. But I almost could never read when you're coming to come layoff. Even in practices, too, it, it gets me frustrated sometimes. Cause I'm good at stepping and anticipating. And you yes. just shoot out of nowhere for a perfectly timed layoff and you're out of the situation. And yeah. one of the things that you're very good at that people sleep on you is your aerial ability in the air, too. <laughs> you won. I can't I can't even tell you how many goals you want in the air, but you're winning a lot of goal kicks. You're winning good things yeah. in the air. It's not necessarily because you're just battling people. But you use your brains where you're coming offside, you're coming from behind and, you know, winning it over a defender that way. And it's a lot of little things. I definitely commend you on that. But I was going to ask you next, like, how were you able to adjust yourself as a... Not a traditional number nine, as you said, it was a smaller number nine. But how were you able to adjust yourself?
1: Yeah, it was just, just that part. You know, yeah. like uh, you, you, it becomes like the more that you played, like the, the more that you think about the game, and right. you like, know a little bit like when you need to run, mm-hmm. when you don't need to run. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably coaches don't don't like that part sometimes, <laughs> but but I feel like uh, like. Like embracing that that place, it needed to be different, and uh, that's why that that's part of the game, you know. Uh-huh. It's different uh, ways that you can play the game, and I I try to play it with like just having people thinking as well and right. making decisions, and not just just for me, but those movements will help our our guys uh, right. to get open and and yeah, just. That, that, that That's how I approach it, you know?
0: It gave you a long career because of it. <laughs> so, what were some of your favorite moments as a pro? It a doesn't pro. have to really be in the USL, but could be in Yeah, the no,
1: I, I remember like yesterday, like my very first goal uh, in first division in Colombia. Mm. It, it was actually, I was playing for Santa Fe, big club against Nacional, and it was in Medellin, so we were away. Uh. So I, I that's a special moment because I came uh, as a sub. Or actually, we play with three in the back. So our right winger, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, on the right there, he got uh, he got injured and he couldn't uh, keep going uh, in the game. So I I went into him. I was a number ten playing a top. but the coach said, "Hey, let's go over there." All right. And I was like, okay,
0: <laughs>
1: when you are 19, you got to go for yeah, it, yeah, you know, yeah, 20, you got to go for it. That yeah. was the chance to, to play. Uh, so I get in there, we were 1-0 down, and as a wing, I have it, the three center backs, and they were like, oh, you just go attack, don't worry about here. So I was attacking, attacking, it was a ball that it was crossed from our, our, our striker cross it, and I came from behind and just one touch, uh-huh. score. And it was, it was, it was super nice, but it was super weird because it was the tie game, the tie goal, Mm 1-1, and being away, it was like silence, Silence, like this, like silence. So I wasn't, I was like, is the goal allowed, you know, (laughs) because nobody get excited, but 10 people, 11 people on the field. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, that, that, that was like different. Yeah. yeah, that that was fun. I my first goal and being away as well. What about um, here
0: in the USL? What are some teams that you look forward to playing against?
1: Uh It was uh playing Charleston was always nice. I I love being playing down there. It was fun. I get to play a lot against the uh, Richmond mm-hmm. the kicker, mm-hmm. so it was it was special as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, then, lately, playing NCFC was, was good as well, mm-hmm. Louisville, uh, like uh, when we faced them, yeah. uh, like teams that, that, that they tried to play was, was, yeah. was, yeah. was nice was to play bad. against them, uh, so yeah, it was, it was special here in, in, in the States
0: I definitely agree with the teams that try to play and make it more intense like definitely those yeah. Louisville games even when we played you out in Richmond almost all I don't even think in Richmond we actually won a game down here in Charlotte we tied a good amount of times but we could never get a victory over you guys <laughs> it, was, it was always a fight and a battle <laughs> Lee would be like sometimes just sit back yeah. because they're trying to play and you guys was like keep the ball tremendously so there's just no point of us pressing yeah. all the time because it's hot down here for us too so like, you know what we're just gonna park it and sit because Charlotte's good with moving the ball yeah those games are always fun Yeah. so how can the American game keep growing soccer here in this country
1: Uh. honestly the growth has been like crazy I just like backing like thinking about like the USL right team team eight years ago when they had the transition from uh, they have the first division and then the second division then they become like USL Pro. Right. I remember the first season of USL Pro if I'm not wrong it was like eight teams?
0: yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know it was a handful eight or of teams. Ten, but yeah. not, not too many. So you were playing the same team four times a season or so from that stage to nowadays that is like uh, how many teams do we have like at said like 36 yeah, almost 40 yeah like two divisions strong yeah. uh, divisions yeah. Very strong. i mean 16 17 teams in this side yeah. same yeah. amount on the other side yeah. the level of player yeah. the level of players as well the coming league in uh then league one and then the pd the yeah. former pdl yeah. yeah. i mean it's growing like crazy uh I'm still thinking, like, somehow they're going to find a way to make promotion they and do. relegation. They they I I don't know how that's going to happen with MLS and the leagues below, but mm. from my experience playing on, on, on leagues that, that have that, it's like the level will exactly. exactly. keep going up. Exactly. Yeah, and then the exposure on TV from soccer is is. It's key for yeah, me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember as a, as a young player, just mm-hmm. looking at the TV, right. the, the, the guys back in the days, just looking at them and try to mimic whatever they're right, doing. Right, right. Uh, right. TV, soccer worlds everywhere. Right. So that I, that's what I think. That when the states start like broadcasting that's more right. games and yeah. and kids have access to that uh it's gonna change because here you guys every single kid will know how to throw a football right or, or, shoot a, a, or a shoot a basketball yeah. and it's because they t- see it on tv Thank you. you know Thank you. so you you take a, a football <laughs> down to my country and give it to 10 kids probably one of the ten right. will we'll kind ten. of know what to do with right. it you know but if you give it a soccer ball and 10 out of 10 they're going to know oh I, exactly. I know how to kick it exactly. at least you know right. same thing here right. you give a single kid you give it a a football they they know like it's perfect like and I'm like
0: <laughs> no, I completely agree and I was just talking to Enzo about that on one of my last episodes he's like soccer here in America kids don't watch enough, a lot of soccer Yeah. and I was like they don't even show it and that's kind of why I started this podcast they don't even show it on ESPN they don't even talk about The local MLS that we have domestically here in this country, they didn't even talk about preseason, they don't talk about this past weekend, MLS home opener weekend, you still don't even see highlights of that on ESPN. So exactly what you're saying, if kids can't see on TV their idols and what they're trying to emulate, how can they even have any idea that soccer is actually an intriguing sport? How can they know what to do, who to emulate, what players I love? Exactly. that's part of the, the problem has been going on for decades but I completely yeah. agree with that yeah, that, that I, needs to change
1: I, I, I will say that it's, it's getting better it is it's getting better and better but also we gotta kind of like understand that MLS is uh it started in 1994 1995 mm, so it's true. a twi- how, how much is that 26 this is a 25 20, okay 25 mm. years mm-hmm. do you know how how long has been the 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 leagues in like in Colombia It's like
0: Hundreds, yeah. like 80 yeah, years yeah.
1: in Europe 100 and something years right, Argentina right, 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 right. there is teams that are 100 and something years old mm. so <coughs> they they have a lot of background in that, that but tough. i think is is uh, is It's growing. Yeah. It's growing. Yeah. It's, it's going it to get to the point. It to start somewhere,
0: though, right? And it, it is Correct. And I think
1: it's, it's going in, in a good way. I
0: completely agree. So how do you plan on making an impact within the community, especially with your role now with the MLS?
1: Yeah, so I, 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 so I was sharing with you all the initiatives that we have, but personally, it's just getting back uh, and build those relationships, help from from another play, like, position that I have mm-hmm. uh, I'm planning on keep coaching mm-hmm. at the academy nice. the FC Carolinas nice. uh, keep with, with my teams it's, it's, it's important um, and that that's being connected uh, I mean I, it's, it's, it's hard for me to be a part <laughs> of something that Sorry. has been your entire I'm life you know right, right. so finding the ways to, to still enjoying the game from a different perspective is 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 that's that's what I'm working on and and having these this chance with the with the MLS to go directly and start working on that size is, right. is, is super nice I'm, I'm very
0: blessed honestly so going off that you said you started your own club here and your son plays for the club as well what is kind of your goals with that it's just a perfect outlet for yeah. you being involved with the community but you have your own club team and you even started this for years now before you even joined the mls staff
1: yeah so it's it's not my own club
0: (laughs) (laughs) i helped started we have an owner but
1: we're very close uh and i like people identify me a lot with the club but it's 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 nice but it's but it's 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 kind of mine as well yeah. somehow yeah. starting from the beginning right. we have yeah. some people that really help us to get it going mm-hmm. they're they're not with us right now mm-hmm. but but I, but I appreciate all their their job or their work and and with the club honestly the the main idea is to provide that access that was the two three years ago that was to provide that access yeah. to to soccer yeah. you know trying to make it as as affordable as possible uh to make the like accessible to to families that that can afford the thousands and thousands of dollars right. that ca- cost to play in a, in a good level right. so that's 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 been uh and it's still a big part of the club uh and it's been fun i mean it's it's a learning process as well we, we start from zero kids and have like 200 per year so we kind of like not growing too much right now but kind of like shrink a little but making sure that, that we keep our, our, our
0: goals right and involved. I mean you guys still have some good talent I've been playing against you guys now <laughs> for the past two seasons with the Charlotte yeah. Eagles that's kind of how I knew about your own club because everyone yeah. in the Eagles is like oh this is Jorge's club <laughs> <laughs> no it, it is FC Carolina <laughs> <laughs> you guys have some good talent though still so I understand what you're saying with bringing those guys up make sure they're yeah. solid foundationally so the same court and move together and just keep growing so I respect
1: you for that yeah it's a a lot the fields are down south by Waxo but they're very close to the Monroe area where it's a lot of talent over there so we gotta do a better job on on try to go and 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 be an option for those families Uh, but it's a work in progress but I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a a good friend Mm -hmm. of mine from Colombia that he's gonna help me he's been working in Florida Mm -hmm. so Coach Choco is gonna come soon, and he's nice. gonna be a value asset for the club, and he's excited
0: about it. So, will you be following the independence this year? You coming a couple of games? Yeah,
1: I'll, I would love to. I, right, don't, I don't, I don't, right. I don't know. So this is the thing. I haven't hit the wall, you know, the retirement wall. <laughs> like ah, <laughs> I've been so busy since we stopped, like with coaching, and then yeah. I have a baby in December. Nice. It, Oliver Congrats Oliver, well. Oliver is almost three months right. so it's been a busy right. time and then it starts here so I, I I told people I, I probably haven't had have the time to, to realize hey you know that you're not playing anymore right, right, right. <laughs> I'm sure so, you can still come to practice and train yeah. with us <laughs> so uh, yeah I, I would love to go to games of course nice. and, and i be I mean I have a pon- bunch of friends in the team right, so right, right. I, I'm gonna be Anytime. following for sure right, cool. so
0: yeah see you on the training field too I don't know about the training <laughs> I don't know we'll see so you have some fan questions um first one from Lisa Carr what was your most memorable moment in your career would you say was that first goal you scored or? yeah
1: that that was a nice one I I was lucky to this is this is fun as well because we were playing in with Santa Fe in Bogota, we were playing. And I get to score, like, a super nice goal, like, outside the, like, 25 yards away, cutting into the middle, hit it with my left, upper 90, 1-0, wow. we won the game, everything. And I was in the showers, so, ah, win. Yeah. and then people started coming, hey, you got to go out to talk to the media. Yeah, you, you just scored the 50 thousand golf of the Colombian wow. uh, uh, league wow. and I'm like 15,000 gold me wow yeah, right. <laughs> so I was like oh nice but then when, when when the year passed like how lucky is yeah for yeah. you to yeah. to be like Seriously. that milestone whatever being able to be there right. so and that, that that's another too. another and then from like the independence last year mm. uh, two years ago when I get to do the like the bicycle oh, yeah, 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 that was yeah, yeah. that was awesome. That was yeah. very awesome. <laughs> we all and then about actually that. another one that was a nice moment was uh, like the ho- Olympic goal that mm. I scored in Pittsburgh. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. those like those are the like like dream goals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And being able to accomplish those at the you professional won't level that. Like it's like, it's kind of like that's kind of crazy. Yeah, seriously.
0: <laughs> I mean, we all dream about doing a bicycle kick, and you did that <laughs> with a banger. <laughs> Man. Oh, that, that's that's yeah. So Matt TW wants to know: Have you had any role models, and if so, who who are they, and why did you choose them? Uh, one of my
1: like my biggest role model was my dad, mm-hmm. or is my dad still? Mm-hmm. Uh. No, many people know here in the states, but everywhere else they know. Mm-hmm. In Colombia, he he is he was a bullfighter. Oh wow! So he was a very very well known bullfighter in Colombia. Yeah. And he like bullfighting, soccer is you have people around, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I learned a lot from him on 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 being in the spot, mm-hmm. you know, because. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, performing for people is, yeah. is
0: is is one thing that essentially what we do too. Yeah, you know, we're entertainers on the field in different in
1: the, yeah, yeah correct. Yeah. So and and for me like the bullfighters, yeah. I I was born and raised on on that war and I respect that so much. Like yeah. the guy who. Who is uh, risking his life every time that he's doing that? Is is a lot of respect on that. Seriously. So I I I mean, my role model slash idol like <laughs> that. Right, right. You know. And on the soccer, on the soccer side, I, I always like uh, uh, back in the days, uh, Valderrama uh-huh. uh, Igita was yeah. a. Big, uh, different kind of guys. Right. So that's on on the soccer side. Yeah. So yeah, a little oldie for you guys. <laughs> <but> <laughs> you might have to Google them. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> so Matt also wants to know: What do you hope people remember about your time as a pro athlete? Oh, uh, I just honestly wanted to
1: always be uh, respect to the game. I learned that if you respect the game by the way that you, you will train, that you discipline, that like you, you uh, conduct yourself, uh, I always thought that it would, if you do it right, uh, the game will give it back right to you. Mm-hmm. So I always respect the, the, the game. And, I, yeah, hopefully it, it helps some young guys mm-hmm. to, to know that, that the game goes really fast. Mm-hmm. It goes really quick. And one day you're gonna be like me now, doing something else. So just just yeah. Be respect to the game that I would like the the people to to follow that.
0: And some other questions you also answered throughout this whole podcast. Vaughn for example wants to know how this opportunity to come with the MLS team? Really yeah. touch base on that. So, for those of you tuning into the show, listen to his questions. Really answer. Go back a well. little. <laughs> so, when you speak about Matt, also wants to know when you speak about Charlotte and your passion for the community. And however, as someone who has lived and worked here for more than a decade, what is something that you want to change here in the city since you've been here for so long? So,
1: now having the opportunity with with work with the MLS, I would love to to see all those soccer community in charlotte coming together and push to the game you yeah. know to elevate the game yeah. The not just of course you gotta you gotta you gotta take care of yourself and your organization but at the end of the day is is about soccer just coming together to to be just one Charlotte soccer community—that will be like yeah, the like ultimate that. goal. I like
0: that, especially with this new MLS team coming. Really yeah, don't it's, a unique, it's a unique, very, very, very
1: unique. To, I don't know, it's a unique opportunity to—I don't know—it's—it's a lot of like these between yeah. different soccer Clubs, communities yeah, and right. towns. So, right. hopefully, I know it's—it's it's probably ambitious,
0: but nah, it's that possible. will be it's possible. Feasible. You see within other cities now, there are all their uh, new MLS teams coming. Like, as you're saying, a lot of tensions here with other clubs and people are bumping heads. Yeah. But we want to have that united front here in the city yeah. and help push the. It's, it's
1: the same game. Exactly. We, we, we
0: all love the same. Exactly. So lastly, <laughs> Jad Jarvis wants to know what's your favorite food and why.
1: Favorite food? I I love meat, mm. asado, a barbecue. <laughs> like you know, uh, I was lucky to to live in Argentina for a year and the meat over there was like great. I love all. Oh, Carne asada, possible. I love it. Uh, yeah, I do. Lo- I, I do like a good Italian food as well. So. Uh, nice.
0: Me too. Jorge, <laughs> I appreciate you coming on the show. My, my man. So sure good you, to see you. So man. good to see you, bro. It's been a forever now. <laughs> Make sure you come out to the games and say. So yes. And all yes. That, I wish you, you know all the best on this appreciate project you. and. Thank you.
1: Whatever we can do from here yeah. to support each
0: other, we're here for you, my appreciate friend. you. Make sure you guys. Uh, follow Jorge, see him in the new MLS environment, the new MLS staff. When you go to games, make sure you give him a shout-out as well. Subscribe on YouTube so you can see the MLS headquarters, see us recording here live, and follow along. Thank you for listening. B- uh, Backyard footage brought to you by the BGN Network of Podcasts. That's bgn.fm on the Internet. You can also follow them on Twitter at the bgn.fm. Thank you again for listening.